My name is Desarius Nicole, CEO and founder of Boss Girl Community. We bring you Butterfly Chat. We will host an array of interviews with boss mothers, boss women, boss women who is just blazing in their careers. We bring you real conversation. We bring you the tea, laughter, cries, and tears. But whatever it is that you need, I'm sure you'll find it here. Stay tuned to the good conversations within the Boss Girl community. Thank you for listening to Butterfly Chat within our Boss Girl community. We hope you enjoyed our session and our episode today. Please give us a review and come back soon for our next episode. I promise it's going to be super juicy and we don't want to keep you waiting. guys, it's Desiris Nicole with Boss Girl Community, and today I have a special guest, Lene Whitaker. So, Lene, (laughs) so tell me um, about your businesses. I know you have multiple businesses, so can you just tell me a little bit more and what's the name of your business? So, my first business is Simply Reconcile LLC. Okay. That's my accounting firm. I started that about six years ago. Okay. Um, I basically do, I, I work with small businesses. I kind of stay away from the big corporations because I feel like I would rather help people with their dreams who don't really know nothing about the back end of items such as accounting, bookkeeping, taxes, payroll, stuff like that. Mm-hmm. Um, that has, I've been doing accounting for over 15 years. Oh, so wow. my mom is a tax specialist. She's been doing taxes for over 40 years. So, I just followed in her footsteps. Okay. So, was she the one who, like, taught you, like, all the bookkeeping? Yes. Okay. She's the one who taught me the original bookkeeping, introduced me to it. Then, in high school, I started taking accounting classes. Okay. Then, I got a CPA as my mentor, and I went back and got my uh, bachelor's degree in accounting, and I started my firm. Oh, nice. So, okay. So, after you graduated college, did you go work for someone else, or did you go right into your own business? I worked for my mom for about three, four years Okay. after college, and uh-huh. then I eventually just branched out on my own. Oh, girl, you said forgive. It was no fear. It wasn't anything. You was like, I got no. this. I love it. I love yes. it. Because, you know, usually it takes a lot of us, <laughs> including mm-hmm. myself, a long time to just just say, okay, this is what I want to do. I want to work for myself because of fear or whatever the case is. But I guess you felt comfortable because you were already, like, around that world anyway. Yes. I think the reason I felt more comfortable is because I knew that I had a clientele already. Oh, nice. Versus all I did was take over my mom's clients. Oh, okay. Because she okay. doesn't like doing bookkeeping. <laughs> so, that was okay. a big, uh, that was a huge part in it because I wasn't, I didn't have this fear about building up my clientele to gotcha. start how I'm going to live, how I'm going to feed. Okay. I had already started, um, I already started with the clientele. Then I knew ahead of time, like I gave my resignation letter to my mom like six months ahead. Girl, shut up. Because I was like, <laughs> six months? 
I'm out of here. Like, I had started Wait. saving. I had three months of, of rent, uh, three months of bills saved. So, I'm like, if this flop, at least I know I got some money to hold me. Yes. So, it's I just preparation. It. It's just preparation. So, you know, you had that safety net, and then you just go for it. Wait, did your mom, she uh, made you um, send her a resignation letter? She ain't make me send but it. But you did it. But I wanted to... <laughs> I try to be as professional as possible okay. with her. Like okay. I don't call her mama at the office. Gotcha. I'd be like, nay. You probably this is what we gotta do it on today. <laughs> I love it. But I love the simple fact that you like put money to the side first. Yeah. Uh, before you was like, okay, let me just stack this money. This is how much my bill is going to cost for three months. You know, I actually did the same thing too before I left my corporate job. I was really? like, yes. I was like, let me stack three months. I don't know what it is about the number three, but I, I was know. like, let me stack three months worth of bills and then I'm good. And then I'm, I'm going to walk away. Although it took me like a girl some months because I was like, okay, I'm going to walk away this time. When I make this amount of money, when I double my salary, I'm going to walk away. <laughs> I kept making excuses up and then finally I was like, okay, I put three months away. It's time for me to walk away. Yeah. <laughs> I it, don't know. I don't know what it is. Even it makes it less anxiety because, you know, some people will jump up and quit their job mm. that same day and then be like, <laughs> what I'm going to do? Yes. And then they panicking. So, mm-hmm. and then that causes more stress, and it's it's just a tumble effect. So, yes. you just want to prepare yourself to take that leap of faith. Like, oh, yeah, it's a leap of faith, but you just can't go out there willing. With no you money. You still got to prepare. Yeah, because <laughs> it takes money right. to even start a business. Oh, absolutely. Absolutely. So, okay, so tell me about your second business. So, my second business is Simply Helping Foundation. Okay. That is a nonprofit I started in 2014. Okay. Um, what we do is we provide free college care packages to students who live on campus, regardless okay. of what campus they're on, regardless of what their income is, what school I they go to. That. The only thing we require is a student ID, okay. proof that you live on campus, mm-hmm. and if you're a returning student, you have to show that you your GPA is a C plus or higher. Really? Yes. <laughs> so you can be feeling like, oh, I'm trying, trying to get that care package. What are we doing? <laughs> because um, it's a way to hold them accountable. Gotcha. And also because in college, if you have anything below a C, mm-hmm. your, it, your credit doesn't transfer. So like, if you want to switch to a school, it doesn't transfer. Right. Also, some colleges have it to where you have to have a GPA minimum to even get your degree. Okay. Even though you've taken all your courses mm-hmm. and you like, man, I passed with a D, I'm good. No, because they'll say, okay, you have to go back and take more classes to bring your GPA up, which mm-hmm. it might be, it's a waste of money because you've actually completed your classes for your your course, your degree, but right. you need to take extra classes to bring your GPA up. Absolutely. So absolutely. it's just a way to hold them accountable because okay. you know colleges when kids feel like they got that freedom it's like no absolutely but I love that that you all are holding them accountable at the same time yes. so do they have to reapply Does students have to reapply every yeah, single year every semester oh so every, apply semester. every semester okay. and most of the time we deliver the care, the care packages to the colleges by like mail we, or do you actually no them? we actually drive them out there oh wow so like we've been to Grambling we've been to uh, I'm trying to see the furthest we've been to. I think the furthest we've been to is L, not LSU, Xavier. We've been to okay. Xavier, Dillard. We go to UTSA. We've been to UT. We've been to UNT. So y'all are very hands-on. You know yes. most people will make the package and just ship them off. Like, send me your address and then ship. You know what? I it love costs that. so much money. The shipping costs more than the packages. Oh. And it's like the... Postal services, they don't want to give the friends. nonprofits no break. No. <laughs> right. They still, want, they still want their dollars. They still want yes. their dollars. 
So, but it's just a way to get them to start. Like, they have little bitty stuff. Like, they have food in there, snacks. They have laundry detergent, umbrellas, USB drives, school supplies. They have, we tried to do first first aid kits, like any little thing that they feel we feel like they need in their dorm room because they're gonna be away from home. Mm-hmm. So, and we also do that to help the parents out too because they're already having to pay for tuition gotcha. and room and so board. It's so it's like we could right. help y'all out on the little stuff. So okay. that's stuff that y'all don't have to I worry about. I love that. So, what made you create this organization? Um, I'm actually third generation doing this. Okay. My grandmother did it when I was younger, and I didn't find out that she was doing it until her funeral. Wow. Her funeral was in December 13th. I started it January 14th. Got it. And um, my mom has been doing it, but mom has always been successful. So I'm like, man, when I get some money, I'm going to be doing this, this, and that. Okay. But then when I found out my grandma was doing it, I'm like, well, my grandma was never rich. So I was like, well, I don't have to be rich to Do help. It. So I was like, mm. I'm going to start it now. I love versus that. Versus wait until when I get some money. Because mm-hmm. so like, we all use it as an excuse. Mm, yes. like, let me wait till I save some money so I can help. But you can always help regardless of what your income. And then also just bringing in donations, asking for help if you need help Correct. at the same time. Correct. And I that's exactly that. what I've been doing. So all I did was start something that my grandma started decades ago. And just turned it into something bigger, into an actual nonprofit, and just keeping it going. Got it. I love that. Um. So, is that your second business? Do you have a third business as well, or is it just those two? I don't have a two? third business. But I, have a third I feel job. like it's a. I feel like it's a butt coming on. <laughs> I do work for a a big corporation part time. Okay. Just so I can get the experience of how to run a corporation. Love it. Love it. So. How balance all of this you got two businesses and then you have two kids and then you have a part-time we're gonna say that's a part-time hustle because your other stuff is your (laughs) full-time job um your own business so how do you balance all of this jesus (laughs) Um, i love it i I like to write all my stuff down okay to keep me focused whether it's on my phone whether it's in a planner i got like five planners and i just try to keep writing stuff down writing stuff down and you just have to have that drive. I okay. feel like I need that drive to put in work now because in 20, 30 years, I don't want to be still pushing it Absolutely. like this. Like, I need to be then set myself up to where I'm just coasting. Got it. So, that's what I want to do. So, I want to ask you a question, personal mm-hmm. question. Um, If you could tell your 20-year-old self something that you know now that you didn't know when you was 20, what would that be? Don't get married. <laughs> Wait, I wasn't ready for that. No, don't Listen, I was not ready for that answer. Wait, why do you say that? I just feel like at that age, I didn't even know what marriage was about. Mm, I got powerful. pregnant at 18, okay. married at 20, pregnant at 21, divorced at 22. Okay, wow. And it was just like, I, it was no way I was ready for marriage. Okay. I wasn't close with God to know mm. about what a marriage is. That's not looking at man's version, but what God's version of marriage is. Yes. And I just I didn't I didn't know how to love myself, so how could I show him how to love me? I, I was accepting that. stuff that I'm like I shouldn't have been accepting. Mm-hmm. And it just And then at that age ready. you really just don't know who you really are. You, you don't go through things to really figure out who you are. Yes. But 
Wow, that that I wasn't ready. I wasn't, <laughs> I wasn't ready for your answer. Um, so what made you get into? Um, we're gonna stop here because I'm gonna 